This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Crocker State Representative Don Mayhew wants to crack down on catalytic converter thefts. Elisa Nelson talks with him. So a catalytic converter um, has been standard equipment on internal combustion engines since, um, I'm going to probably say the late 80s for sure. Um, it's a, an emissions control device. And, uh, the idea behind it, I believe, is to convert some of the more noxious fumes that come from the internal combustion into uh, CO2 and water vapor. That's the goal. Um, and um, there have been improvements made to those along the way. Each one of those catalytic converters contains a certain amount of precious metal, platinum being one of them. I think selenium is another one of those components. And um, um, there's others. Well, these, um, a lot of these materials are hard to come by. Uh, there are small quantities in there, but it, as you can imagine, just like the price of gold, as the price of gold goes up, the smaller the quantity has more value to it. And so because the world's supply is, um, is also in a lot of times in countries where it's difficult to, to do trade with, then what ends up happening is, is that that adds another artificial uh, price uh, increase to that particular product. And so we have seen that where some of these components of catalytic converters have far surpassed the value of gold even uh, in there. I've heard numbers of, of $17,000 an ounce for some of these components that are in there. So in other words, it takes a very small quantity to, to make up a lot of money. And in fact, that's what we're seeing um, in the catalytic converter uh, the salvage business is that as those prices went up, the value of those catalytic converters, used catalytic converters at salvage also increased. And so the typical catalytic converter perhaps five or six years ago may have been worth 15 or $20 at salvage. Um, a lot of those particular catalytic converters had increased in value to $100 at salvage. Or in some cases, um, I think there's a particular uh, brand of pickup that has two catalytic converters on it. And if you take those two catalytic converters, it was $900 at salvage. So you cut those catalytic converters off and you take that in and the salvage value was $900. Well, now you can imagine that with values like that, that you're going to attract a lot of illegal activity one form or another, uh, usually around the actual theft of the catalytic converter off of a parked vehicle. So there, anecdotally, in my district, there were two uh, older ladies who lived in the more rural areas of my county um, that had their catalytic converter stolen. And normally that is um, because of the value of it, it comes below petty theft because it's the value of the catalytic converter as sold. Well, we changed that in this bill to make that all an e-felony, um, that any uh, theft of a catalytic converter is an e-felony, and, <clears throat> and possession of one. Well, so why would we want to do that? Well, once again, the, uh, the theft of the catalytic converter becomes a petty theft situation. 
And these two ladies have automobiles that are 10, 15 years old. The, the cost to replace the catalytic converter on their cars was exceeded $2,000. And at least in one case, the, the cost to replace the catalytic converter was more than the car was worth. Well, now these two ladies who are independent, um, now um, their independence is gone. Their, their cars is unusable and they have no way of getting around. So now they have to depend on public services or relatives to, to do things that they could otherwise do themselves had they not had their catalytic converter stolen. Some people suggest that, well, you know, they can just claim that on insurance. Well, in both of those cases, those ladies had liability insurance only, and that is a majority of the folks who get their catalytic converter stolen. They have liability insurance only. They don't have theft coverage, and even if they did, most of us have had to had to accept a high deductible to lower our insurance premiums. And so even those of us who have uh, theft insurance on our cars, the, the um, catalytic, the, the deductible doesn't cover a significant part or um, doesn't cover all of the cost of the replacement of the catalytic converter and and so we it'll cost us a, the, in my case a thousand dollars out of pocket for that it's not a victimless crime and it's affecting the those of us who especially right now with the economy the way it is um, that ha, don't have the money to be able to do that and so even those folks who who have jobs that have suffered from this crime uh now we have made it where they can't get to work and until they can get that catalytic converter stolen well if you can imagine if your rent right now is has gone up to eighteen hundred dollars a month which is that's not unusual even in my area um then you're choosing between paying the rent and putting a catalytic converter on your car they're left with the devil's choice I asked you this question a couple weeks ago when we were chatting about this, but um, because I wanted to know myself. Now, are thieves targeting, uh, can they only target certain vehicles, or are ones low to the ground also victims? So as it turns out, um, as weird as it may sound, that they, uh, two of the vehicles that are the uh, highest targets for this, I've been told and have read, actually, uh, there's a brand of of, uh, or there's a model of Toyota, I believe the Celica, but also the Honda Accord. Well, both of those vehicles are pretty low to the ground, and uh, you would think that just their ground clearance would prevent a lot of this, but apparently those are really easy to get off of the car uh, because of where they're at uh, on the vehicle or whatever, but um, there's YouTube videos out there that demonstrate how this is done and it looks like a pit crew at nascar i mean they they are so efficient with this that you know the floor jack goes under the car the car goes up in a couple seconds and the other person slides underneath the catalytic converters out in less than 30 seconds and they are gone in just a couple of minutes and and so um you know that's a fairly high rate of return on something you don't have to pay for and and so with that metals price when it goes up you see the number of thefts go up and when it goes down then it goes down it's a it's interesting to note and some of the testimony came out that 
we have seen a decline in certain counties of reports of catalytic converter thefts, and the drop almost mirrors exactly the value of palladium on the open market. So it, the thefts went down 37%, but also the, the value of palladium or selenium, one of those, also went down about that same amount. So once again, it's, you know, as the value decreases, there's less reason why someone's going to steal that catalytic converter. Okay, so you talked about how your bill would change this from petty theft to a, a Class E felony. Mm -hmm. Is that felony for the thief? Is it for the, um, let's say, the the metal recycling <clears throat> yard who uh, takes uh, and buys the, the device from the thief? Is it both? And then talk about the reporting um, that would also be involved in this bill. Uh, so on the illegal possession part, we had had changed it, the law to require it to be an e-felony. Um, it really didn't affect the, the number of catalytic converters that got stolen. And so um, the theory then is, is that, well, somebody's buying them, correct? And, and um, there really wasn't a penalty for noncompliance with the law as written. So we uh, made that an e-felony also, and uh, then we also included possession of a catalytic converter that you can't, um, you don't have any documentation to prove that it's yours. That is similar to the Georgia bill and also a request from the industry to be included in any legislation um, was that, that an individual who's in possession of a catalytic converter needs to have some proof that they... Um, actually are the owner of that catalytic converter. So otherwise, it is a crime to possess one. Uh, and uh, so what does that do for us? Um, well, that provides law enforcement um, the opportunity um, to be able to um, detain, at the very least, and perhaps even arrest those folks who can't demonstrate that that they have it no no different than any other thing that you might possess. Um, um, certainly, in an area where there's a high incidence of catalytic converter thefts, for instance. And on the reporting requirements, the only additional thing that that the salvager has to collect from someone who is selling them a catalytic converter, the only additional thing they have to do is report the number of catalytic converters and this other information that they are requi already required by law to collect to a state agency, in this case, the Department of Revenue. State Representative Don Mayhew uh, talking about his bill to deal with catalytic converters. This is Show Me Today, the Voice of Missouri.